What will become of Dawn and Betty? What's gonna happen to Pete and Peggy? For Kate it's a mystery, for Ashley a mystery. It's time to hear Mad Women. Well, hello and welcome to Mad Women. Hey, I'm I'm really disappointed that you didn't do any whoop, 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 whoops this time, the second time around. Uh, the whoops have to come naturally. I can't. Oh, you're right. Okay. Um, I have to feel them, you know? <laughs> They're more than just a monkey noise. <laughs> Hi, Ashley. How are you? Hi. I'm good, Kate. How are I'm you? I'm good. Um, I watched this episode of Mad Men a week ago. So this is going to be one of those fun chats. See how much you can remember. Yeah, I watched it like 25 minutes Ooh, ago. What a, <laughs> what a good amount of time to have passed between then and now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just some old business. I think I know the answer to this, but I have in my notes, Ashley Postict, that Mirabelle used the inner office page to summon Eleanor when Roger had his heart attack. Did either of us go back to check? Now, listen, I forgot to do that. I'll do it right now. <laughs> I know you will. Should we pause and find out? Yes. Okay, we're going to pause right here. Okay. Here we go. Okay. All right. We have both just watched it. Rewatched it. We spent four out of the five minutes that we stopped <laughs> recording waiting on commercials to end <laughs> but i'm still grateful that imdb.com streaming is for whatever reason providing me free madman yes agreed thank you imdb yes. all right all right <laughs> so the the controversy was yes was she using a, an intercom system uh-huh to talk from one phone to the next yeah. this person who does not work in the building correct and- <laughs> And this is 1960. Uh-huh. As opposed to just shouting yeah. loud enough and for them to hear. If I remember correctly, I was pro-shouting. You were pro-shouting. You were pro-intercom. I was fiercely pro-intercom. This, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> and what did you notice about this okay. scene upon dedicated rewatch? Now listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it still sounds, it sounds, so I feel like this is just um, an error in sound editing because it sounds oh. like her voice is coming from inside the room okay. as opposed to outside through a, li- a door mm-hmm. but they look toward mm-hmm. the door like they're looking towards the outside yeah. of the room not towards the phone yeah so i'm going That's... to agree mm-hmm. with you okay Catherine. that that a woman's voice could carry two offices over in an empty office into another office. I'm pretty sure their door was open. Okay. Hey. All right. Now we've finished. You know what? I'm going to give that one to you. Episode 10. Thank you. That's great. Hey. We've officially put the bow yeah. on that. <laughs> Never speak of it again. All right. So moving on to this week's episode, episode 11 of 11. season one, which is titled Indian Summer. Hey, cause you did. everybody's getting hot in her. Ah, <laughs> 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 there's a lot of heat happening in this app. It is a very hot app. It's a spicy um, app. It's spicy. It's sexy. It's sad. <laughs> <laughs> 
so it starts out with our old friend Adam. That was his name. Yes, it was. Whitman. Whitman Sampler. Poor Whitman. Yeah. Oh. I feel like you had a prediction about him. Did I? Previously? <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Uh, but I don't know if it was he's going to jump off of a cliff or something. Hmm. I know. Oh, I, think- I found... I found one that said that he would return and his time true square-headed form would be revealed. <laughs> Which is based presumably off of the square-headed baby that you could not get over <laughs> when we saw him being born. <laughs> so that's not exactly what happened with Adam. No, not quite. No, he... Oh, why am I moving on to what actually happened when we haven't talked about what you predicted for this oh, episode? Okay, we're falling apart. Oh my god! All right, you said Roger would be in the hospital, uh, and because it was 1960, they would operate on the wrong <laughs> uh, part, and yeah. he might lose an arm in a classic switcheroo. Uh, that classic 1960s <laughs> hospital switcheroo. We love those. Uh, you said Don and Rachel would get hot and heavy to the max. Hey, hey, hey! I think you nailed hey, that one. Hey. Look at me. Look at me go. And <laughs> Roger was in the hospital. He ended Absolutely. up back there. He sure as heck did. Uh, I'm not doubting that at all. Um, <laughs> you said Betty would be too dumb to realize that Don hadn't come home because he was spending all that time with Rachel. <laughs> I mean, listen, we're kind of not far off there either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you said that Sally would have a moment of childlike wonder. But her brother would cease to exist. <laughs> okay. Joan would embrace the mod lifestyle and find a cute young beatnik. Okay. To smooch. All right. All right. We, didn't, we didn't get there, but that's okay. <laughs> Peggy blossoms with extra sweaters. <laughs> parentheses, extra cuffs. <laughs> and she would also blossom personality-wise. I was so right. You're on this one. You, you've, like, figured it out. She would give Don a what for. Hey. And then uh, the lingo would be Rachel calling Don dollface. Okay. Missed that one. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, Peggy's blossoming. Mm-hmm. I nailed it. Absolutely. In so many ways. Yes. All right. Back to Whitman Sampler. He leaves <laughs> his a box to be mailed to yes. Donnie Dropper. Mm-hmm. And then a bunch of money and What's a note. What's all the money? What is, we never followed up on that. I assumed the money was in the package. Well, we don't know what's in the package. Right. So the money, I mean, that's where Don left the money for him, right? On the table in, when Don gave him $5,000 to like never speak to me again. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, okay. So it was kind of him being like, I can't be bought. This didn't help. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's in the. We package. don't know. We don't know what's in the note. Cause yeah. well, we'll get to it. And well, this and this entire this little intro scene isn't referred to for the next at forty-five all. minutes. At yeah, all. it doesn't. You forget that it happened pretty much. Yeah, until so the very end. I kept waiting. I was like, okay, well, clearly, you know, Donnie's gonna get a a package or a call or something, and mm-hmm. then we're gonna follow up this storyline. Mm-hmm. You, you don't. No. At all. At I least, you know, not will. in this app. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, we're, go- yeah. we're going to get there. <laughs> it It's such a, like, seed to sow, mm-hmm. you know? 
that like everything that's happening in the whole episode is you know something is on its way to dawn right and and there's been a big show so far of anytime adam sends him something of it saying personal and it being like the one piece of mail that peggy doesn't open right so like no one's ever opened this personal mail before and it's always pretty damning for what don's trying to hide right and now well we'll get there we'll get there because uh, then oh we see our lady oh my so i wrote here's what i wrote yeah whitman money hanging oh no and then oh. Yeah. Fat, fat Peggy. <laughs> and fake, fat face. Her, yeah. They followed up the sweaters with some jowls. Oh, my lord. Yeah. And it looks terrible. I mean, it's like they went out to Halloween City in an abandoned Pier her 1. There's- it's not her. It's the makeup artists. It's like they were using 1960s fat technology. Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of, this was an October 1960 episode. <gasps> It took place clearly on October fourteenth. Fourteenth, wowza! We we're are always, just we're nailing it. Yeah, chugging right along with this timeline. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. It and it's intentional. It is. Uh-huh. That's why we had to wait a week. <laughs> so yeah, Peggy's got. I wrote Peggy jowls and muffin because she's also shoving her face <laughs> for little chipmunk cheeks full of muffin. It's 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 crazy to me mm-hmm. that that's like the storyline they're trying to go down. I mean, I don't know. It just seems wholly inappropriate. But also, like, mm-hmm. her arms and her wrists and her hands are still so <laughs> thin. It's like, yeah. you're giving her this fake-ass fat face, yeah. but then putting her in t-shirts so we see her, like, a beautiful, thin arms. Yeah, that's an interesting choice. Right? I feel like when this episode, like, when this series first came out in, what, 2007... The thing that people said about it was it shows the way women were actually treated in the 1960s. Like, it was a really big deal that they wanted to point out things were different and people were treated poorly. Uh And so it feels like they're like, yeah, and women had to all be size twos to be worthy of love. Right. So they're pushing that. They're pushing it hard. Someone who's not a size two, Joan Holloway. There you go. Thank you. Uh, I wrote she's Joan. bossy. Flamingo Joan. Every every it's hot. Roger is still out, and Joan is like trying to listen in mm-hmm. on news about him. Then I wrote someone wrote said Joan's been a bitch lately. I wrote that exact same sentence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forget which one of those awful boys said it. Yeah, I don't remember either. It because... wasn't Pete. It wasn't Pete. It wasn't Sal. Yeah. It was It was one of them. Either Ken or Stan. All or right. Or Harry. Oh. those are the other ones. Those are the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> but everybody's cranky. Yeah, they are. Also, I've been watching The Office, as I know you have. Yes. And just the uh, sneakily passing information along to someone's secret lover is like very much what Angela is always doing. Oh, Angela's always yeah. hearing what Dwight's up to. Right. Anyway, right. I'm obsessed with multiple TV shows currently. <laughs> it's yeah. fine. I'm I'm deep in the throes of rewatching New Girl, so I'm with you. That's a good one. I'm almost done with The Sopranos again. <laughs> Lord. We got a lot of future podcasts, Kate. So many. But then we get to a discussion of a new product. All right, now listen, as soon as they pulled yeah. this out, I was like, yeah. this is some old school vibrator. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's exactly what's happening here. What I'm wondering is, like, I can't tell at what level what was intentional. Did anyone at any point actually think this would help women lose weight? Or is it a failed weight loss mechanism that is, like, people are just keeping secrets about? Like, I can't tell what's Like the company board. itself? Yeah. Oh. Or, or, yeah. Because weight loss things like that do still exist. Right. And I've seen, like, you know, gyms would have a machine that just shook your belly for <laughs> a while. <laughs> I've always wanted one. And gave you the Santa treatment. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Shake your belly like a bowl full of jelly. Sounds delicious. (laughs) Yeah, that's interesting, though, that maybe the company itself was like, hey, we're for weight loss, just like, you know, the magic wand is for massage. (laughs) Exactly. Um, (laughs) So I couldn't tell that, but uh, (laughs) my alarm just went off. (laughs) (laughs) Your bread alarm. Yeah, um... Should we pause so you can Let's go take care of your bread? Let's just pause right here because okay. my brain's also stuck. Okay. No, you're all right. We are back after our second <laughs> and hopefully final break. I managed to explode a light bulb into some bread dough, but we got over it. We're getting through it. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Kate's amazing bread. You know what, Kate? I think your bread mm-hmm. is so delicious that I would still eat glass-laden bread that you baked. Just so you know. It really means a lot lie. to me. That you would undergo literal torture for. Ooh, I could save them and give them out for Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just kick that. You know what, Kate? Kick 2020 up. Hell yeah, I want to become the weird old lady. Make those old white, right? Put those old wives' tales to the test actually feed people some glass laden treats also the fact that they're like loaves of bread is super old school fairy tale witch yeah if you knew anything about my family is kind of my destiny and i'm fine to just get get cracking i'm surprised it's taking you this long it's because i was in school for too many years you are in your 30s disappointed you're like in it so many ghosts that haunt my apartment (laughs) anyway we were discussing fat peggy fat fat peggy every time i mention her she's written out as fat fat peggy not now i'm sorry that i'm about to say this but i have to say it and we're all friends here piggy peggy (laughs) (laughs) once again we love peggy and we love elizabeth moss and we She's be- she's beautiful even yeah. in her ridiculous fake and if ass she were naturally suit. that pleasantly plump, we would also be fine with it. It's just the situation yes. that is silly. It's ridiculous. <laughs> the w- I just I can't get over how bad they're doing. Like how such a bad job. Like I just got done watching yeah. New Girl and there's lots of old fat Schmidt. Oh. Old fat Schmidt doesn't look great Mm. it's not that he looks good but i feel like at least the makeup department did a better job his face at least looks all to be one piece i can't see where the prosthetics were applied it It looks like well not as bad as he's just got like a feed bag hanging from his temples (laughs) and then he's just got really big whatever i'm not going to concede that also they they fattened up his arms and his hands well maybe people carry their weight differently 
Ashley. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's true. All right. Anyway. Freddy, who is always like the sweet guy, he remembers yeah. specifically how good Peggy was for the Belle Jolie, which was another lady product. So she's so he's like, here, mm-hmm. give it to that lady. See, now mm-hmm. I thought they were like, let's give it to her because she's fat. That definitely factored into it, I think. But like, okay. if just yeah. any random overweight secretary had walked in, they wouldn't have given to right. her. And they like, right. trust her enough to right. get another account. Because the last one, when she got Belle Jolie, that was like really by chance. Because she had just happened to say something that they already knew was good for the product. But this right. was like, hey... We don't even know what you're going to say about it. We don't really know what it does, but we trust you enough. Right. So I, I, I think Freddie and Dawn are kind of her two champions in her rising career. And so yes, nice. for sure. And she's like... Mm-hmm. It seems like Dawn especially. Yeah, yeah. Because he seems to really be championing mm-hmm. her moving, her Absolutely. blossoming. It. I think if... I know you get all the other random dudes mixed up, but like Freddie seems to only come in to the picture when Peggy is doing something. Is Freddy, is Freddy the writer? No, Freddy is the older one who they always make fun of for being an alcoholic. Um, oh, the one in the Belle Jolie ad mm-hmm. where that's who she was talking to. Got yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Yep. 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 I'm with you. Um, so Peggy snaps it up and she's like, am I allowed to change the name? <laughs> like she, she's ready <laughs> to take control of it, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she notices right away that the name is garbage. Yes. Passive. Because that's something that they were talking about as right. well. The passive exercise regime. That's how I say that word. I like them saying, or trying to call it the electricizer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it goes back to Peggy's apartment. Yeah. And she's sitting on the bed, like, checking it out, and her roommate comes in. Oh, my God. They're just, like, driving home. That poor Peggy is just lumping up. She's like, well, you owe me three fifty dollars for the phone. And she's like, well, I don't ever use the phone. And the roommate's like, well, you ate all the cheese and crackers. (laughs) All the crackers and liverwurst. Oh, yeah. God. (laughs) Like, poor Peggy. Mm -hmm. Why Why does it have to be about her weight? Like, why do we have to be commenting it on it at every turn because she's trying to make it in this world both romantically well, well. kind of romantically and professionally and yeah. in all of these worlds people they look at you first you got to be careful especially on october 14th uh-huh. 1960 that's correct that's that's canon that's canon i wrote that when she has her hair down it looks super weird <laughs> Because we, I, and I've never really thought about how, like, we only see her with a ponytail, which I respect yeah, right. as a ponytail aficionado. Right. But then when she's got, like, just the drapes down with the really severe bangs. <laughs> the drapes! Yeah. <laughs> They're down. That's the deal. Sometimes you have to take a curtain up and you tie it okay. apart yeah. like a ponytail. Yeah. There is only one level of meaning here, and I'm not <laughs> trying any others. I love it. I will for here forth always refer to hair as um, as window dressings. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. <laughs> I'm trying to think. But what when I think of mm-hmm. drapes, I think of pubes. Because does the that's curtain the... match the drapes? Right, but the drapes are the hair. Right. Okay. All right. You're right. That's why I said right. there's only one level yep. of meaning. Okay. Yep. I'm yeah. with you now. I caught. I got. I got there. Took me a minute. You've got a dirty mind, and <laughs> it's confused. <laughs> 
All right. Um, so Peggy tests it out and she has a reaction where at first she's like, you realize like she's kind of into it. And then I think she realizes she's kind of into it. Then mm-hmm. she's like, ah, mm-hmm. throws it down. But also why? Peggy, get you. Get yourself some, girl. Go ahead and get yourself some. What's wrong think, with that? Well, I don't know that she thinks there's anything wrong with it as much as she just did not see it coming. Sure. It was just completely right. unexpected. Yes. Uh, and like for a proper lady like her, something starts wiggling your funny bits. <laughs> your natural reaction is to... To scream and shake it off. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's why my dating life is so bad. Anyway... <laughs> Wow, you didn't have to laugh that hard at it. It's fine. Uh, so the next scene, we leave Mama Merkin. No, oh, did I miss? We that? leave Peggy in bed, and actually, there's three in bed scenes in a row. We went from Peggy being in bed to Betty being in bed, oh, and it's right. like a short, right. silent scene where, and it is the first of many in this episode. And I think we have discussed how great an actress January Jones is. <laughs> Um, I feel like this this episode for her was like, this is it. You could win an Emmy by making your face act because you have so many face acting, like actual acting tasks to do. Okay. And so many scenes, all of the emotion is going to be expressed through your silent acting. <laughs> and January Jones spent all of them just kind of looking three feet in front of her feet like yeah. she she just had nothing and so yeah. there's just these long that's why you forgot about it because I it did. was a long stretch of quiet dark scene where really nothing happened right. but it's She's supposed to yeah in bed alone right yeah right and then she like looks around the corner to see if don's coming in right and then goes and then just like looks bored and goes to bed like right so we think she's waiting for don and that's it but don is really is, in bed, another bed, and another bed with Mama Merkin. That's right. There she and, is. And I wrote, Rachel is real chatty. <laughs> <laughs> she had a lot of feelings. Mm-hmm. She wants to be together for real, real. Yeah. She wants to do it tight, do it right. And you can tell she like is just thinking about this relationship all the time, constantly. Yeah, it's all she's really. It's all she talks about with her sister, or whatever. Yes. It's whatever. Mama has. What we like to call an anxious attachment style. Mm. You know I love that. <laughs> um, she and Don have different definitions of what's real, what's fantasy. Right. She says, I'm worried that it's a fantasy. And mm-hmm. he says, it's not. I'm right here. I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Except that, no, you're not, Donnie. Yeah. You're supposed to be at home in bed with your wife. She's waiting on you. She's she's doing really terrible face acting. Mm, yeah. Save her. <laughs> save us from her and her face. Right. It seems like, I mean, that's the thing. Don thinks about right now and does not want to be tied down in any way. Um, but she is like, I need to know what's happening in the future. Because all of her decisions right now, she actually cares about the future. And Don just doesn't think that way. But what does she think? I mean, does she get the impression that he's going to leave his wife? I think that's what she's struggling with. Is like, yeah. what does she expect of him? Yeah. Is she just living a fantasy? Because something that's real would be a real relationship. So right. is it enough for her? No, probably not. I don't I don't I don't see it looking that way. Go out on a limb and say that's not gonna end well. But I'll save that for my predictiones. Oh. 
<laughs> Thank you for your... Uh, That's how you say it in a more different language. It's beautiful. There's some water running in my apartment. And I sure hope it's not related to my oven exploding. I can't well, imagine why it would be. Yeah, I was going to say, why would, why would one beget the other? I don't know. Have you been reading the Bible lately? Because that's the second time you've used the word beget. Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so then there's a very funny little exchange between Don and Peggy. Oh, where Peggy yes. doesn't yes. want to say what I it actually says. I love that scene. I love yeah. that. So she comes in and he's like, so did you do it? And she hands him like this sad little pitiful <laughs> yeah. like, <laughs> fucking note, not notebook. What's it called? Folder. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, so how was it? And she goes, I wrote it down. <laughs> he's like, but, but tell me, how was it? Well, well I wrote it down. <laughs> but she still yeah. apparently didn't even really write it down. Yeah. Like, you can tell. I mean, have you been in that situation where you worked really hard to phrase something in a particular way? But then if somebody asks you, like, to put it in your own words, you're like, this is... I sent you that email already. I don't want to have a conversation about it. Yes. That's already yes. determined. Right. I did the work. Yeah. My brain already did that work yeah. one time. Don't make me do it again. Yeah. On the Except fly. This is if the conversation is between a young woman and <laughs> her older boss man about uh, a sex toy that she accidentally took yeah. home. I love so. how she says, uh, some women will like it. <laughs> <laughs> it vibrates. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I done I thought like Don was like, well now we have a benefit, which is like, yeah. Yeah, right. Now you have a reason to buy this thing. Mhm. And then he actually gives her like a lot of up to this point. He's been kind of pushing her around with her copywriting and just being like, suck it up. You can do it if you, you know, go for it, whatever, but figure it out. Right. And this t and now he's like he tells her think about it deeply, then forget it. And an idea will jump up in your face. Right. And you can tell, like, that's what Don Draper actually does. Right. And we see him doing that many times throughout the series. Of right. Stressing over what the pitch will be. And then it coming to him in a moment of brilliance. Which right. is, like, Usually brilliance. in the meeting. Yeah, well, <laughs> that definitely <laughs> happens. And, like, that's what makes Don Draper Don Draper. Is that he comes up with those things in a flash of genius. As opposed to you know, just cranking out ideas. Right. And the idea that Peggy could also do that is a big step. That all these other Nimrods wouldn't be able to, but... Right. Well, yeah, I mean, clearly he's holding a lot of respect for her if mm -hmm. he's even bothering to give her advice on, on how to write copy. Yeah. He trusts her. That's good. Yeah. I like their relationship, so I, I'm always like excited to see too. them. I I'm glad you're seeing that. I'm a fan of it. I yeah. like it. Um... Then we get back to old Betty. I wrote oh, Peggy in my notes by accident. It's they have Betty. very similar names. It's bad acting Betty. Yeah. Um, it freaked me out. This scene was really weird at first, the way they yeah. shot it. Yeah. And the way they framed it with, like, the mm -hmm. air conditioner guy outside the door. You're not allowed to see his face. Mm -hmm. She's keeping it cracked just a little. I was like, oh, somebody's yeah. about to get murdered. Yeah. Either something's, someone's about to get murdered, or the air conditioning man is, like, somebody that we know that Betty doesn't know, or, like, yeah. something. But then it was nothing, neither of those no, things. No, that was a very strange choice, and I'm not sure, like, I, I don't know why they did that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't either. I have, 
I actually have read a couple articles about. I'm, I'm oh. going to start finding real information about stuff. I um, love it. As I, as you know, I've been watching Office Ladies, and their <laughs> recaps are just a little bit more substantial. <laughs> well, you know, it's almost as if they were there. And they have access to the stars and directors right. and writers, those sons right. of bitches. Right. Um, I love it so much. But I wonder if there was there's some kind of symbolism of there is a, you know, it does make it look like there's some danger to Betty. Especially because he's also like pushy, you know? Yeah. He, 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 she doesn't really want him in, but then right. he asks for a glass of water. And it's right. like, oh, another, another situation where the heat is driving the actions of the people in this right. episode. Everybody's yeah. hot to trot in this episode. Yeah. Um, and so I wrote, she was probably supposed to look like she was wrestling with possible infidelity. <laughs> So it was like, what was supposed to be happening was she was considering whether she was going to make a move on right. this air conditioning man. Right. Which is like a dangerous thing. That is like an intruder in the home. Mm-hmm. A man intruding on Don Draper's turf. Mm-hmm. But she I mean, that's decides absolutely against it. what it was supposed to look like. Right. What it looked like was her just... <laughs> yeah staring yeah and like holding her fingers in front of her and want Mm -hmm. like also just like walking two inches behind him at all times i wrote that too i wrote why is betty so close (laughs) like it's a good question i don't know very strange yeah um and also why are you still in your nightgown that's and also where are your children all of these questions there's a lot of questions i am very interested now but they all lead with, why did the show make us think that there was a murderer coming to the house? <laughs> yeah. I, I think what I was saying, I read stuff. None of the things I read mentioned this at all. None of them really talked about Betty. I think everybody was just like, let's pretend that up. didn't happen. Who cares? Betty. Yeah. So then we learn, there's like a brief scene at the office. We learn that Lee Garner Jr. is coming to town, the Lucky Strike executive. And so because Roger has been out... They're like, we're going to go resurrect Roger from the dead so that he can welcome our big client appropriately. But then we go back to Rachel. Oh, Rachel. And I just wanted to say that her like hair and makeup made me think of the lady villain from Beethoven's second. Do you remember this? Wow, that is a deep cut you're pulling out right now. I, I would Rick. like you to Google Lady Villain from Beethoven okay, second. Okay, here we go. And I think you will, I mean, if you saw Beethoven half as many times as I did when I was a kid, <laughs> then you'll recognize this woman. Uh, <laughs> okay, hang on. We're getting there. We're getting okay. there. Images. Oh, yeah, yeah, her. Oh, God, what's her name? Oh, I don't know that answer. Yes, I mean, that does look like her. Debbie Mazar. There you go. Debbie Mazar's great. Yeah, Debbie Mazar so I just, is in all sorts of things. I, I just wanted to say, like, and I mean specifically the way she was done up in Beethoven's second. Wow. Okay, just so you know, mm-hmm. there is a website called femalevillains.fandom.com. And I'm that's listening. where you will find Regina from Beethoven's second. It is a kinda, female villains wiki. I kind of love that name. That sounds great. Who was the female villain I was just talking about? Oh, oh wow. the Oogie Boogie Man from Nightmare Before Christmas That's is not, not a female, female. villain. I no, like okay. man is literally in his name. Yeah, but yep. just that he should—he's on par with Ursula and the other great Disney villains, I okay. believe, sure. and has like a great song. Sure. I just knew I was thinking about Ursula yesterday because I don't right. know if you know this, but I will 
if I ever have children, absolutely name my daughter Ursula. And I'm, I feel really good about that. I love that choice. That's a great choice. It's a good name. I love that name. It's a Cuban name. There you go. And And she's going to be a powerful lady. She's going to be a powerful She might steal some souls, but who doesn't? If I, if I have anything to do about it, she will. There you go. You're going to get your witchiness up Mm -hmm. and running. That's right. You're going to kick it up a notch. And you're going to pump out an evil villain baby. I'm with you. Thank you. I just want to set her up right from the start. Yeah. Either that. Oh, another thing I just need to mention that's so not related to anything. Because I was thinking I could name an animal. A cat. Let's be honest. (laughs) Ursula. Yep. Yep. And uh, someone pointed out to me that my cats are both named after Matthew Broderick characters. Because Ferris Bueller and Leopold Bloom from the producers... (laughs) And I, in the three years I have had both of these cats, have never made that connection. So Wow. I'm, I was pretty blown away by that. That's pretty good. You didn't know you were such a Broderick head. I'm just a real broadster. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I'm, a, I'm a Broderick broad. Hey! Hey! Uh, Broderick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh, male Broderick fans are broader dicks. <laughs> yes. Yes. Anyway. Anyway. Mom, uh, Rachel has Mama lunch. Merkin she lies. Sister. Yeah. Nothing happened with Nothing. that boy. Yeah. At first, she's like ready to admit it, but then when the lady is like, "Man, that's the worst thing that could ever happen." Yeah. That's my impression. That's I think exactly it's exactly what she sounded like. Yeah. Uh, she, like Rachel dials it back considerably. Yeah, yeah she does. Yes, yeah, she does. All right, and then. Uh, <laughs> Betty, Ooh, yeah. what are you laughing about? <laughs> what I wrote. Whoa, what did you write? They're, so they're in bed again, and Betty is totally, like, poking the bear about yeah. a salesman being in Don's home. Yep. And then I wrote, we might know what she wanted if she had any expressions. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. Betty. Mm. Yeah. I loved her saying... Advertisers are always coming in and out of our house. We turn the TV on. We turn the TV off. Oh, my God. What? That's the dumbest argument. I didn't even catch that. That's so stupid. Yeah. It's real dumb. She's like, there's always salesmen in our house. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. She's not the brightest. And I guess she's, like, distancing the fact that it was a physical human man. Right. Which is what she was really focused on. Was his man parts. Hey, aren't we all? I mean, come on. But then she's like, no, not a physical human man. Just an advertisement. Just like a T. Like I turned on the TV and all. Once again, uh, I'm obsessed with Edie Falco and she would have just killed this scene. (laughs) (laughs) What if Betty was a short, middle-aged Italian woman (laughs) instead of a Barbie? Listen, when we do our (laughs) rewrite... When we do a uh-huh. rewrite with all my predictions, okay. Edie Falco is Betty Draper. Hell yeah. It's gonna, and this gonna all the killer. things you have predicted for Betty, <laughs> I want to see Edie right? Falco do. Right? Definitely. Um, all right. And then Sterling yeah. comes back. Mm-hmm. We've got and Sterling in the house. Hey. Everyone's applauding. Yay. Now, they kept saying how horrible he looked. Yeah. And I didn't think he looked that bad. Like, when yeah. we saw him last time, he actually did look like death. Yeah. They made him look very pale, very weak, yeah. very sickly. Mm-hmm. And they they keep saying, oh, God, he looks like death. His skin is yeah. the same color as his hair. And I was like, 
it's not, not anymore. He is rosy and peaches and cream. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm glad it wasn't yeah. just me. No, it it wasn't that big of a deal. So, I mean, what we could assume is maybe he smelled like an old man. Maybe, except that they had what's her name put fucking makeup on him. I just like the idea that everybody else was just experiencing that he just smells like an old hospitalized man. Um, I hope I hope you're right. I do too. Um. So Pete seems to not have any sympathy for him or anyone ever. Well, that's it's a given. Uh, and then. Roger, Don, and Bert are all in an office, and Joan comes in. They're in Roger's office. Yes. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Because he's like, this is where it happened. I was right there. Oh, I can yeah. still feel it. Right. And that's the intercom that Eleanor used to, exactly. or Mirabelle used, exactly. to summon Eleanor. Um, so Joan comes in, and Roger says, hi, hey, honey. Hey, honey. Mm-hmm. And both Bert and Don, like, turn, like, real quick and yeah. look. And I'm, I'm thinking, like, that may not, he may not have been quite that obvious <laughs> in the past around the two of them. Yeah. But no, he's, definitely. Yeah. He's kind of just in this weird space of... He's just putting it all out there. Yeah. And he wants to, like, appreciate his life, but also not, uh, he actually seems to want to be faithful to his yeah. wife. That's fine. Once again, I've been watching The Sopranos. Something very similar happens there. <laughs> And I don't know if you know this, but Matthew Weiner, who created Mad Men, was a writer for The Sopranos. Oh, I did not know that. That's also another show that I've never seen. I, uh, not even one second of it. I we am, could be The Sopranos. <laughs> All right, I went there. I did it. You did. I, I did. I it. said Sopranos. Okay. All it's right. It's a little less offensive. But is to it women as in the nineties. <laughs> all right we can figure it out but yes sopranos is a perfect candidate for um 2038 when we finish this podcast great um so there's a super sweet scene here between joan and roger you don't think it's sweet you have a look of disgust Uh, i don't i i want i want okay all right i wanted it to be sweet Mm -hmm. i wanted him to say and she wanted it too yeah like when he starts saying you know i've I've had this experience, and uh-huh. I, I just want to say something from the bottom of my, like, wrecked heart. Yeah. And she's like, oh, here we go. And he uh-huh. says, he says, you are the finest piece of piece of ass I've ever had. Uh-huh. I'm so glad I got to roam your hillsides. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, what? <laughs> and then he tries to be sweet. He's like, I've had a lot of regrets, but you're not one of them. But it's just about roaming her hillsides. Yeah. It's not about her. Yeah. It's not about how amazing or strong or independent or, you know. No. Because he still thinks of her as a bird Hillsides. he would like to cage. Yeah. Yeah. He looks um, at Jones and he just sees the Grand Tetons. Yes. <laughs> He's <laughs> wonderful with language. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, that's how he, that's how he values women. Well, I don't then know, I it can't just, consider that sweet. All right. I just think... He's being, because he's not trying to woo her, he's saying goodbye at some level. That's what makes it sweet to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All Maybe right. I'm just a sucker for Roger Sterling. Because uh, I be. am. That could be. You like the the silver fox golden showers. 
Don't be that way. (laughs) Not verified. (laughs) Don't be that way. (laughs) (sighs) Listen, that's what we named him a few eps ago. Don't you remember? No, we didn't. We just said that would... (sighs) Because that's who he was on Sex in the City. The silver oh, fox yeah. golden showers. That's true. <laughs> and tell me that fucking uh-huh. Roger Sterling wouldn't want somebody to piss on him. <laughs> I can't speak to that. He just wants to ride a pretty twin around like a donkey. <laughs> um, yep. Speaking of, not really speaking of, but I wrote all caps, perpetually, perpetually <gasps> pregnant Patty is popped! deflated. Perpetually <laughs> pregnant Patty popped. That's perfect. Yeah, I know. I love me some alliteration. Girl, I couldn't believe it. Don't be sassing me <laughs> when I try to compliment you. I'm just saying. I love me some alliterate. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. You. Uh, yeah, perpetually pregnant Patty with mm-hmm. her big old nasty milk stains all over. <laughs> That made me uncomfortable. Like, between that and the fact that they were both just soaking wet with sweat. Yes! It was gross. And why were they... Well, I guess they kind of mentioned why they're just sitting in the baby's room, but... Well, they're just having a play date. Yeah. But the baby was Um, asleep. Yeah. Um, anyways... I don't need to explain how you raise babies. I'm sorry. (laughs) I I know a lot about it, and I just can't tell you right now everything I know about it. Between the two of us, you are the baby expert. That's, I mean, yes. <laughs> I have uh, nothing more to say on this topic. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, I just wrote that they talked about AC Man and Francine is so much better at acting. Okay, much better at acting, 100% yeah. better at acting. But also, one line that she says in particular mm-hmm. is, so Betty admits that, or admits, she tells uh, mm-hmm. perpetually pregnant Patty, um, about the AC man, and Patty is like, well, what did Don say? And she, she tells him, and she says, Carlton, what does she say? Carlton would have broken my arm. Yeah. Well, good <laughs> lord. And she yeah. says it so nonchalantly. Yeah. She just, like, sinks back in her chair, like, oh, Carlton uh-huh. would have broken my arm. It's like, good, mm-hmm. good lord. Yeah. No wonder That's... you're perpetually pregnant. Um, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of got a hold on her at some A little level. bit. A little bit. So I guess we have to be grateful that Don just yelled at Betty. Right. Uh, and I love how she said he lost his temper, which, yeah. I mean, isn't necessarily untrue, but uh-huh. nothing really happened. He just got yeah. mouthy for a second. He didn't break her arm. Right. I mean, he got mad. And, right. you know, when, he had when a, Don gets he mad, had he had a human mad. emotion. Yeah. And she doesn't know what to do with that. That's a really good point. Right? She was distressed. And then she's all, all like... the way his face kept moving. <laughs> <laughs> but then she's all fucking moon-faced about how he's very protective of me. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I, I mean, I think the whole deal and the reason that she even told him about it was, like, to get a rise out of him. Well, right. Because she wants him... To pay attention to her. Right. She wants him to be jealous. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, she has to know what's going on when he doesn't come home in the middle of the night. Maybe not, though. She is quite stupid. She's just, uh, she's just living, living that housewife life. Yeah. Um, 
So we go to Lee Garner Jr. back at work, and he does something that's very strange, but I guess a lot he he probably does in his own life many times, which is pick up the ashtray and pick out all the cigarette butts to check if they're lucky strike or not. I did not notice this at all. Uh huh. That's what he does. When did this happen? Like right, like at, the right at the beginning of that scene. I uh-huh. totally missed that. He was like, it's, these are, it's like he's saying they're one of mine or these are ours or whatever. Like he's checking the brand Interesting. On the but it's like he's picking up and I guess, you know, now. That's unfathomable. Unfathomable yeah. in I mean, COVID it's pretty times. gross at all times because yeah. he's literally just picking up the mouth part of all these burnt out cigarettes. So, gross. But, you know, if you're a cigarette man, tobacco man. Ugh. Um, But Roger parades in and grabs a sandwich that he never actually takes a bite of. Oh, before that, I yeah. loved that... Was it Lee Garner Jr.? I thought he was senior. This one's senior. I may have said junior. Oh, you did, because you were thinking of your cousin. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> uh, but senior says... Ah, he like he picks it up and he loves it. He goes, ah, Yankee barbecue. And I just thought that was really cute. That, uh-huh. That's what you would call deli is Yankee barbecue. <laughs> I loved that's it. That's a really good point, too. Yeah. Because they are like where you get hand meat from in the North versus the South. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. You know, this like Jewish deli mm-hmm. food is Yankee barbecue. It was See, so cute. You picked up on that. And I picked up on the cigarette. On the cigarettes. That's why we're a good team. Look at that. Neither of us will remember entire things, but at least we have that. And then Um, Draper said, or somebody said, about the lawsuit. Oh, no, I think it was Sterling. About the lawsuit, mm -hmm. how they didn't have to pay or something. He said, blame is one thing and malice is another. Yeah. Which I found interesting because uh he is entitled to both. A lot of the men in that office... Oh. should be entitled to some malice and blame. I'm not sure you're using the word malice correctly. Well, malice is but... when you get back at somebody, right? How so would you use it? I think they are. he is using it in a legal All right, lawyer, here we go. Where there's something called the mens rea, and it's the state oh of my. mind when you... It's the intent. So if you've ever heard about... If you've heard the phrase malice aforethought for like when you kill someone if someone is killed with malice aforethought that meant like premeditated okay um that they meant to do harm to somebody right if it were reckless then that is when someone knows that their behavior could do harm but they're not actually intending to do harm so there's not malice there if it's negligence it's Mm. it's not really caring if you do harm or not um there's a lot of different those kinds of things. But I'm guessing right, what okay, I'm guessing at right. is the difference between blame and malice is blame is I didn't I, I was texting and I rear-ended you with my car. So it is my fault. Right, malice right. is I see your car and I step on the gas because I want to rear-end you. Gotcha. So I'm guessing that this lawsuit, they found that the tobacco companies, like, sure, they caused all this cancer, but they weren't trying to cause cancer or something like that. I didn't look into what the actual thing they're referring to. I'm sure that's what it was. So there you go. All right. Thanks, lawyer. You're welcome. It's a legal (laughs) minute on (laughs) Mad Women. Please contact your attorney. This does not constitute an attorney relationship. All right, and then Roger and goes then. to take a bite of that sandwich. <laughs> and just straight up collapses. Ooh. Yeah. And, I mean, we all saw that coming. 
Yeah, because he was so, like, he was on. All energy. Yep. All, he was just Roger being Roger, and it was too much, and he's carted off again. (laughs) Yep, yep. And and then you see Mona tells off Burt Cooper. Yeah, she does. Well, they all all mm, go and apologize to her immediately. Right. And Mona says, I used to think you couldn't put a value on a human life, but I never asked Burt Cooper. Oh, damn. And I just want to point out, in case you didn't know, Bert is spelled with an E, not a U, because his real name is Bertram. (gasps) That's like my favorite cat that I had. Oh, I I remembered that, and that's why I told you (laughs) on episode 11. (coughs) Yes, my favorite cat Mm -hmm. was Bertram, and he was the cutest, and we called him Bert or Birdie. There you go. We called him Birdie, and he was very, you would have loved him very much. Of course, I, I, I do love him. I will show you pictures. You will be beside yourself. I have these adorable kitten pictures. This is totally off topic now. Uh-huh. But they're like glamour shots. When yeah. he was a kitten, oh. he was, I had this white fluffy skirt and he was laying <laughs> in my lap and I just went to town doing glamour yeah. shots. And he's got like his little paw up and his head turned. And his How little tongue sweet. sticking out and he's all fuzzy and orange. Hmm. He was very cute. <laughs> and we loved each other very yeah. much. That's a special relationship. Yeah. Anyway, well, um, so yeah, off he goes Bert. again to die. Yep, he's like that's a strong choice to just have him have a heart attack two episodes in a row. It really is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's not like they're like, oh, now he has bad health. Everyone has to be careful, and then like two seasons later, he has a heart attack. Right. It's just like, nope. First opportunity. <laughs> bam, bam. Yeah. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Mm-hmm. And then Lucky Strike guy is like, you gotta show Don that you'll love him. Mm-hmm. I'm no dummy. People are going to scoop him up. Yeah. And I don't know that my board will care that much about Sterling Cooper if one of you is you and the other one is in the hospital. So. Right. They, so they they said, I wrote, they think Don will have to become partner. And then I wrote, who the hell is Frank Birmingham, Mitch Sullivan? Yes. Yes. someone says that Don brings in half of the accounts and Pete is just like, Oh, he's trying to such a little this. bitch. He is such so, a little bitch. Yeah. So he's like mentioning people that we don't know. And I don't know that those names, I'm assuming they are other Sterling Cooper account men. You'd think, right? But I don't know who they are. No. So, um, but he's just scared. Who? Pete? Pete? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, because if Don gets bumped up, there's nobody to protect him anymore. That's true. I mean, I guess Bert is still there and that's the reason he wasn't fired in the first place, but... I see. Yeah. If I hadn't thought so, if Roger is gone, he's the one that Bert believes in. Nope. That Pete thinks will help him. Oh man. I don't know. He's a <laughs> shriveling. He's scared. He's ter- he's just terrible. He's just a terrible, terrible, terrible person. Uh huh. Um. Speaking of terrible people, Peggy has a very bad date. All right. Listen. This whole <laughs> scene, I was so confused. Okay. I wasn't sure who I was supposed to like. Who yeah. I was supposed to hate. Yeah. I think we're supposed to root for Peggy, but she's kind of being a bee. She's definitely being a bee. And he points it out to her, which is yeah, great. It is great. Yeah. She's like, don't she- make fun of my job. And he says, so you drive a truck? Uh-huh. Yeah. Because it's such an asshole thing when she first says it. And like, I wrote it down yeah. when she first said it. And then he says it back to her and he's like, good for you. Yeah. Well, and I was confused she- yeah. at first when she said it. I thought she meant like, 
a pickup truck. Like he came to pick right. her up for their date in a pickup truck. Yeah. I was like, that's a weird thing to, <laughs> to say. But it's like, oh yeah, yeah, I bought a route. I deliver potato chips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she is constantly saying like, oh, we have a potato chip account. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, you know, she mentions the office and her friend Joan orders these and mm-hmm. Manhattan bars and all of this stuff. And where are about- they in this, by the way? Because they're clearly I'm, not in Manhattan. She lives in like Long Island or somewhere. She oh, lives okay. in another bureau. Okay. Another bureau. <laughs> bureau. <laughs> yeah, like an armoire. <laughs> right, right. She's in the filing cabinet on the left. <laughs> there are five bureaus in the city of New York. <laughs> um, and she, so she drinks a brandy Alexander, and she like makes a face. And she says that the ones that her friend Joan orders her are usually sweeter. Mm-hmm. And so first off, I looked up what a Brandy Alexander is. Do you know Beautiful. what a Brandy Alexander no, is? No, I'm guessing it's, it has brandy. You're spot on. Traditionally, cognac, I believe. I'm and pretty milk? sure. I don't And like cream, cream and uh, liqueur, chocolate liqueur. So it's like, a, it's like a white Russian. Exactly. But with brandy. Yeah, it's okay. in that family. All right. Um, and she's like, the ones I get in Manhattan are sweeter. But she doesn't even know what they're what's in them. Right. And I can't tell what this is saying. Is it that she was she just looking for something to say that is wrong about this Hicktown Brandy Alexander? Like they're just better in Manhattan and they're making it wrong here. But also, is it just that like that's the kind of I mean, white Russians, I remember thinking they were really tasty when my mom would let me have a sip when I was a kid. Because they're like a milkshake. <laughs> like yeah, they're not like a real grown up drink. Right. Um so I, I don't know. But uh That's how I feel about um fuzzy navels, by the way. What goes in a fuzzy navel? A fuzzy navel is um orange juice and peach schnapps. Oh wow. Sometimes vodka, depending on where you go. Like extra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's it's orange juice and peach schnapps. And it yeah. just tastes like candy. Yeah, there's like barely any. Yeah, my liquor in there. Um, my best friend growing up, we, I was in like third or fourth grade. Uh-huh. I was spending the night. We were having a sleepover at her house, mm-hmm. and her mom was making fuzzy navels, and she made one for each of us. <laughs> and I was like, "This is the shit!" Right. So then, for most of my young adult life, that was the uh-huh. only thing I ordered and drank. Wow. Yeah. Good for you. I mean. That's a very good drink for a young adult to drink. It was like, delicious. But it's also, I mean, there's a lot of sugar in it. Yeah. But if you don't do the vodka, it's just like so low alcohol that it's better for you. All right. But now listen, I was mm-hmm. such a lightweight that yeah. I would drink one, maybe two fuzzy navels without the vodka. Yeah. And be very silly. <laughs> be how you say a little drunk. <laughs> hey. And I'm sure your liver was happier that way. I think it's doing all right. Yeah. It's it's tucking in. It's hanging in there. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> Keep us updated. This has I been will. Ashley's liver. This- <laughs> we'll check in later yeah. to see how it's doing. Perfect. I'm going to have, uh, I do have a dark and stormy on deck for this evening. Ooh. So I can update later. I'll just, yes. I'll just pop that in myself at the end of this okay. recording. Yes, please. My liver, um, we're not gonna my liver update. <laughs> uh, All right, I'm gonna so, think of a pun for that later. Great. Uh, so I listened to the line that she squints at him at the end. Like those people in Manhattan, I couldn't tell if she was saying they are or they aren't better than us I think because she said they, they are. want. That's definitely what she says, but also I couldn't actually tell. 
at first. And it wouldn't make sense if she said aren't. <laughs> like, <laughs> it wouldn't make anything. So, yeah. They want things they haven't seen. Which, I don't know. Peggy's just got this crazy confidence yes, all she over does. the place. It's because they gave her that trumpet strumpet. Yeah. Yeah. So now she's like, I'm feeling my fat self. Mm-hmm. She really is. She really is. Which, I mean, get it, but don't be a bee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't... Don't look down on people, because... Yeah, the people you got you an account. From. Right. And it's like, he's making something of himself. Anyway. 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 Don decides to take his anger out at Peggy, Betty's therapist, saying he's made her weaker, not stronger. Mm-hmm. And the therapist is like, ah, she can come in five days a week. <laughs> and he's like, you just want money. <laughs> you would like that, <laughs> wouldn't you? That whole situation is very strange to me. Yeah. Like, still, still very strange. Mm -hmm. So one of, I think it was in the Vulture article that talked about in this episode, this is one of many examples where, like, money is driving people's actions and and everything is put in terms of capitalism. So, Mm -hmm. like, instead of helping Betty, he thinks that the therapist just wants money. And Peggy is, you know, they're talking about their jobs. Like, that's all they're discussing and um roger comes in and risks his life for an account right and then like the air conditioning man he was just a an advertisement that came in and out like all of these things that are just about money right (laughs) um and that was an interesting way to see this scene fit into Mm -hmm. this episode yeah because the therapist doesn't ever seem to really go anywhere we don't really it's such a side thing Right, he just kind of pops in and out mm-hmm. intermittently, and only ever to say, oh, "I can see her more." Yeah, or you know, like, and, and she's has the emotional, you know, stability of a child. Right. So. Right. So then we go back to the office, and Peggy is like pissy at everybody because she didn't have time to set up the room. She wasn't given enough time to really work on the project. Yeah. Like, There's I no chair. Re- I wrote yeah. down that she's all mad there's no chair for her. Right. And so I'm not sure where her feelings are com- coming from there. Because it's like she was so mean to the bumpkin that she went on the date with. And she's unhappy with her roommate. Mm-hmm. But she's also mad at everybody at work, too. It's because she needs to use this fucking toy that she ripped <laughs> off her body. Girl, get you yeah. some. Chill out. <laughs> um, do you think that she did try it again? Or did was that first thing where she took it off? That we see the only time she ever put it on until you know until this the meeting. end. Yeah, that's what I that's what I think. Okay, I don't think she went back for round two or three. She should have. Yeah, but yeah, I think she's too timid about it. I want. Yeah, I um. At first, I had thought kind of like when that scene ended for us that maybe she had gone back in to investigate. But right, I think it make what you're saying makes more sense. Right. Um, so then she tries to, she tries to have the same conversation she had earlier with Don with an entire group full of men, (laughs) where she's like putting everything in these abstract terms. Right. She won't just come out and say it. Yeah. And then someone asks, what does it do? And the eyes that she gives Don are just like screaming, help me. Right. And he says, I've heard it provides the pleasure of a man without the man. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And and all the boy and then like all the boys just turn into goddamn hyenas. Oh my gosh, they think that's hilarious. And they are, you know, talking about 
the wives, like, because they had had this discussion of all the women who yep. had tried it, and yep. now they're just rehashing right. all of these women. So and so's hot ass wife is using it, yeah. and whoo wee, and your uh-huh. ugly wife is using it, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Ken talks to Freddie of like he thinks it's really funny, implying that Freddie does not satisfy his wife, right. And then Freddy, just about, like, he says, it becomes... I will murder you. Yeah. It becomes more and more animal yes. in this whole scene. They yes. just get wilder and wilder. I wrote down the line, you sound like a valedictorian. Yes. Because she's I using really like Latin. That. Yeah. She used Latin in her pitch. And she named it the rejuvenator. Uh-huh. Because it'll make you young and youthful. You'll feel young and youthful. Mm-hmm. You'll love the way it makes you feel, was her mm-hmm. pitch line. Which is a great way to walk the line between yeah losing weight and sex toys yeah listen if i could have one product that did both uh-huh <laughs> life would be amazing wow that's gonna be when we have merch for this podcast <laughs> <laughs> i think it would I'm have ready. to have an app associated with it there you go put that out there. all right There's some kind of Fitbit element to it. Oh shit! Um, keeping so track Pete, of all sorts of parts of your body. Absolutely, you burn <laughs> calories. You do. It's very hard to find that activity on my fitness pal. Anyway, <laughs> um, Pete. Everybody is like, "Hey, good job, good job." And Pete just says, "Looks like everybody liked it." Like yeah. Pete won't give her the "I liked it" because he's still. A little rat. He's a little bitch. And then Betty has another scene where she doesn't say anything. Oh, she just Betty. has to make faces. She just she doesn't. gets it on with her dryer. But even in like her fantasy where she's making out with this guy, mm-hmm. she looks so fucking bored. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. Yeah, she does. Like even mm-hmm. as a forget Betty, yeah. the character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. January Jones, the actress, like, you're still a human woman. Yeah. <laughs> you have made out at some point, like, maybe she can't relate to Betty because she never lived in the 60s. She didn't have a... Right. A, maybe she's, like, a real old school, like, method actress, and she just can't get there. Maybe. But! <laughs> she's a method actress who's just really bad at being method. Right. <laughs> okay. But! Uh-huh. This bit, but so, so she's bad at it because she's never lived yeah. in the 60s, right? So she Fair. can't get there, so she can't do good acting because she's a bad right. method actress. <laughs> but let's hope, January yeah. Jones, that at some point in your life, yeah. somebody has plopped your ass on a table and made out with your face. Yeah. What did your face look like? I hope it That's looked more question. invested than that. <laughs> yeah, that is a great point. I don't that understand. Betty is, I think, written in the show as a human. And so that is like one element where January Jones could relate to Betty as a character from a personal level. It just doesn't seem to be bearing out in right, right, her scenes. Right. The part where she's a living, breathing human and not. I like to think about how this podcast can never be very popular because we will never get the backing of like. AMC or any of the actors because of how openly <laughs> we should on January Jones. Although part of me also feels like they get it. They understand. They get it. They, they, they know what's happening. They totally get it. Uh, 
Um, so in this next scene, I just, my first note, I feel like he's been doing it, but it's getting out of hand where Don drinks with his wrist, like straight up in the air. Like when Don picks up a glass, he, he just, he drinks it and like he has his wrist go up in the air. Oh, interesting. Which is like, it's like there's a, there's an angle of turning your wrist that is cool. Is there? But his wrist is like perpendicular. <laughs> his interesting. I just I don't know at what point it becomes too much. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if that's really how men like. That's how drink. men on October fourteenth, nineteen sixty, drink. Mm, that's true. It just seems like one of those habits that if he, you know, maybe that's it. If one of the women in his life really cared about him, they'd be like, "Sweetie, that, you need to." That looks dumb. You, you look weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like having a bad, you know, interesting hairstyle or something. Because I've never noticed the way he drinks, but now I'm going to every time. Yeah, I hope you do. I've also been paying a lot more attention to the way people hold cigarettes. I can't actually tell you that I remember them. I just know my improv cigarette has always been like very straightforward. Okay. Peace sign. Yeah. But like, there's a lot of guys will do, they'll have it in their fingers like that, but they'll kind of turn it around so that their fingers are parallel to the ground. And then in Perry Mason, the main character, they, they, they talk about it specifically that he was in the trenches in World War I. Mm-hmm. And so he would hold his cigarette so that the flame is like in the palm of his hands because that would cover the light so that the enemy oh, couldn't see it. Oh, interesting. And so it's just kind of like this. And so I've just been hmm. looking at the way people hold cigarettes. All right. You know what? You're a method actress yourself. Look at you. I think, I think I just want to start smoking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm not going to support you in that endeavor. But if I you have, have any others. I have wanted to smoke, like, since I watched Grease when I was eight years old. Cigarettes? Smoking is cool. I've never smoked a cigarette in my entire life. Me I've neither. never even, like, held one that was lit. Well, but I've, had, I've held plenty. My mom was well, a... Well, no. My mom smoked, like, three packs a day. Yeah. And I hated it. Still yeah. do. I fucking hate yeah. cigarettes. So I never had the cigarettes are cool. I had the, oh my gosh, why do my clothes smell bad all the time? And why are yeah. my walls brown? <laughs> and when I move this yeah. picture, oh my God, that's the color it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. I I can see that. I think my parents mostly quit before I was born. I think my dad went through periods where he smoked. Mm-hmm. And then about 10 years ago, he started smoking like a chimney. And then he quit. A few years later. Um, and so, like, I know not. I was a very good dare student. Same. So I know not to smoke cigarettes. But also, mm-hmm. everything in our culture tells us it, that smoking is cool. It looks pretty cool. I mean. So. The anyway. media would have you believe that smoking Any- is awesome. Anyway. Um. So, he's doing this. That was me drinking <laughs> from a glass. Um. And Peggy comes in and... She's just like, I want a different desk. Mm-hmm. And he says, don't be timid. Ask for what you want. He says, you presented like a man, now act like one. Mm-hmm. And then she said, she asked for a $5 raise. A week. $5 a week. Yeah. And he asks how much he makes. And he says, she says 30 35 35 a week is what she makes currently. Okay. And then he is able to calculate within seconds that that is a 15% raise. Yeah. And I I don't, like, I couldn't even tell you how much he actually, I couldn't even remember that figure. <laughs> <laughs> it 
Like, I'm just very impressed by that. He um, is amazing. Yeah. I shouldn't be that impressed by it. You it's shouldn't like be job. impressed by basic math. Especially in a time when people didn't have calculators right, all the time. Right, right. And his whole job is money. Right. <laughs> so that's fine. But um, you know what? Yeah. If you need a reason to be impressed by Don Draper, that, yeah. that can be yours. You can have it. I mean, it's going back to the bubble thing from 30 Rock, where he's just so pretty, everybody thinks he's great. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so... I love Pete's sassy rece- uh, receptionist, or secretary. Hi, Pete, secretary, gives major sass. I love it. Yeah. Sure, I'll just sit here and watch the door. <laughs> she is so sassy she's so sassy and because she's done this several times yeah Yeah. he's the worst to her right it just makes me wonder how she hasn't been fired i would i wonder what talks joan has with her yeah i just have to wonder what it would be like to have to go to work every day and work for that squirrely ass piece Mm -hmm. of piece of garbage piece of little squirmy worm yeah because you know I mean, as much as Peggy knows about Don, this woman knows about Pete. Right. So, like, she probably can, she can, she just knows a lot about him, I'm sure. Right. Um, so, Bert tells Don he wants to make him a partner. Yeah. And Don accepts with his own raise. So, he just, Peggy negotiated a raise with him. And now, Don gets a raise from Bert. What was the raise? I missed it. What did he ask for? I don't know. I don't remember. All right. I didn't write it down. All right. I can go back and look or just cut this part out. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it is, it is, he becomes partner, but not, they're not going to change the name of the firm. Right. It's still going to be Sterling Cooper. And he's still doing his old job. But they say they have to hire another head of account services. So he, he's like okay. the head of creative, but not the head of account services. Okay. Um, uh, so because like right after Pete comes in and sucks up to him. Mm-hmm. As if, like, he wants to be the head of a cancer. Right. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's exactly yeah. what he wants. That's why he ends and, up in his fucking office at the end. Yeah. And Don makes some really weird references to, like, Pete wanting Roger's office. Yeah. He's, like, playing a weird mind game with Yeah, Pete. that was weird. He's like, this office is too big for me. And then he's like, actually, maybe it's just right. Uh-huh. They're playing games with each other, and it's... Ugh. I don't know. I don't like it. Um... <laughs> So then this kind of series of events all lead into each other. So Don tells Peggy, like I, it's, I wrote that Don told Peggy then that she got her raise. Yes. Um, he comes back out. Yeah. And he tells and her then, that she can leave early. Yeah. And, and, and Peggy's like, can I tell Joan? Yeah, I loved that. Yeah. Because she's... She wants to rub that... In her she face. wants to rub that shit in. Mm-hmm. So Don leaves early. Peggy leaves early. Pete... And then we see, like, time passes, and it's 30 minutes later. Pete leaves a dirty glass on his secretary's yeah, chair. Yeah, what a dick. Like a weird passive-aggressive power move. He's such an asshole. And he goes into Don's office and pretends to sit Kicks at that desk. his feet up. And then he, you know, some random male boy comes in and is like, are you Don Draper? And, like, gives him this package. So, like, if it wasn't for all of these things that had happened, he would not have been there right. to accept that package. right. And so he kind of tosses it on the desk, and then he walks out, and there's a beat. Right. And then the arm comes in. Well, I was waiting for it. I knew it was coming. It was exciting. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote, big plant by window. Oh. 
Because in Don's office, he's got those, like, he's got windows on all sides. And there's, like, like a shelf, kind of, underneath all of the windows. Uh-huh. And then in the corner, there's just a really big plant. I've never I noticed. Just, I hadn't noticed it either. But I was like, look at Don with some fresh air. <laughs> he needs it. He does. Donnie Boy needs some. that fresh air. He's got, there's so much cigarette smoke and whiskey burps in that. Whiskey burps. (laughs) (laughs) You know. I do know. And then um, I just wrote Betty emotion. Oh my God. (gasps) So she goes to kiss him and then stops. And I couldn't tell. He tells her that he got partner. He comes home and he seems excited and he says they made me partner. Yeah. He pours, she pours him what I'm assuming is iced tea, but looks like sangria. (laughs) And I really would prefer it if he came home from a day at work to just get some sangria. Sangria, that would be great. But like the way she goes up to kiss him and then stops, I couldn't tell if she was doing that on purpose or if he was like giving her a vibe to back off because she just had no, it was just like- Because she had no human emotion. Yeah. She was just going through literally the motions. Yeah. And they meant nothing. Yeah. God damn it, January. Yeah, she can't bring herself to seem genuinely happy for him. She can't bring herself to seem at all perturbed by him. Mm-hmm. She just exists. She just exists. Do they, she what do they even like, say? She is like Tell the me. big plant in his office. Oh. Just there, giving off air. <laughs> Soaking up sunshine. Soaking up that sunshine. Uh, releasing. Gas. But like she's... Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Full of it. Yeah. <laughs> Did they even say anything? Like, I couldn't... I didn't even write down any of their dialogue from that scene. I mean, they didn't say much. He says, yeah. they made me partner. And she says, oh, Don! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now that you do that, I remember now this powerful moment. Now it's all flooding back. Yeah. I get it now. Yeah. So I saw that Peggy is not celebrating... She looks at herself very unhappily in the mirror. Mm-hmm. What do you think she's seeing at that point? She's like, oh my God, look at all these pillows they stuffed underneath this dress. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, yeah. wait a minute, they didn't give me yeah. fat suit arms. My arms are still thin. <laughs> Why are my wrists so thin? Yep. I want to see if I had something else. Um, And then she picks up the rejuvenator. Yeah, she does. Get it, girl. And because you know what? She doesn't need a man. She doesn't. Nobody no. does. She doesn't need the trucker. She doesn't need Pete. No. She's she can have the pleasure of a man without a man. Hey. Hey. And you know what? So can all of we. Hey. <laughs> High five, girlfriend. Ah. <laughs> and so can you when you buy our patented Mad Women Rejuvenator. <laughs> For four easy payments of thirty nine ninety five. Exactly. Find it on our you Patreon. Can... <laughs> <laughs> ah, you'll love the way it makes you feel. Yeah. You can find it at the Yeast Castle. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's that what is... we need to sell at the yeah. Yeast Castle. Yeah. The Yeast Castle. I don't know if we discussed this no, before. No. The Yeast Castle, by the way, is the name of our future theater slash brewery slash bakery Yes. Bread bakery that Kate and I are going to open in the future. Mm-hmm. And it will also now provide, um, uh, what do they call well, them? Adult novelty items. Uh, I, I really love the term marital aids. Marital aids. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Thank you. 
Uh, Marital AIDS. I I think it's just a beautiful, it's like confirmed <laughs> bachelor, one of those just old school euphemisms yes. that are funny to use because they're not actually that, I don't think they're offensive. No. <laughs> so I like to use them. Is confirmed bachelor code for a gay man? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. All right, I'm making yeah. sure I'm caught up. Yeah. Gotta get my 60s lingo. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I I want to say that it's more a British thing, because when, mm. the two examples that I can think of that I remember hearing it are both, like, BBC shows. They, the, the new host on Great British Baking Show used it. Yes, he's adorable. Uh, I have laughed more in the first two episodes than I think any other season of Great British Baking I Show. I love it. He's adorable. Yeah. He was, he's on a show called Little Britain. Yeah. Which is a sketch show. Sketch comedy, and, and it's great. Someone was telling me that so is Noel. Oh, he's on Little Britain? That's what... I haven't seen it. I've I heard that seen, somewhere. I've only seen clips on YouTube okay. of our new friend, our new bald yeah. friend. Because he's like the main guy, I yes. think. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I should watch that. Because he is so dang funny. Yeah. Anyway, that's a different that's show. That's not what we're talking about. Great British podcast. <laughs> so <laughs> what do you think was in... The box that Adam sent Don. All right, now listen. Originally, I thought it was the money until yeah. you just reminded me just now that he leaves it on the desk yeah. mm-hmm. because I thought it was just going to be full of cash and mm-hmm. Pete was going to steal it all. That's it. That's yeah. But, and that could be like a symbolic thing. Here's your fucking cash back. Yes. But I and and that's pr- you know it's weird that he left the money out on the table. But I wonder if that was just to be like, all right, the the cash is not what's in the box. Yes. You know, now that you mention it and now that I think yeah. about it, I think that what is in the box, mm-hmm. what's in the box <laughs> is um, some photographs That's a, of little yeah. Donnie, a letter, yeah. of course. Right. Um, maybe some newspaper clippings and mm-hmm. a severed body part. <laughs> 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 Who? Oh, it wasn't a severed body part. It was that Bert Cooper was just going to be losing a different piece of clothing. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> yes. Right. Sadly, he seems to be wearing most of his clothes I'm most of the time. I'm really disappointed. Yeah, it's a shame. <laughs> Maybe he'll get more into the 60s later. <laughs> but, like, just the fact that Pete, who seems to want nothing more than to have something on Don, now has this package. Yeah. This mystery package that none of us know what's in it. But Don's kind of last remaining tie to whatever his old life was is in there yeah it's Remember? about to get crazy there's only two episodes left <gasps> in the season two apps i'm ready are you because i remember we can do the next one tomorrow and the one after will, that on friday hey i'm very much into it all right because i i also kind of want to watch the finale with you somehow the i don't finale know finale finale what do you mean? The season season finale the last episode of the season yeah. okay well, i don't know if you meant series or season. Yeah, I mean, sure, yes, but <laughs> we are talking about okay the two season episodes. Season finale. Yeah. Okay, we can make. I don't know happen. how to. I don't know how to arrange that, but I would. I just. I just want to see your face. <laughs> Not that anything's gonna happen. <laughs> it's all very tame. It's okay. mostly just a Betty monologue. Just 37 of the 44 minutes, just Betty staring <laughs> off into space. Yeah. Three feet in front of her <laughs> at the floor. While children just run around. Sitting on top of a dryer, yeah. but not orgasming because she doesn't know Diff- how. 
She doesn't have enough emotion to have an orgasm. Every so often she calls for Bobby and a different young boy comes in. (laughs) She's just cutting pieces of her hair for the neighbor kid. (laughs) Yeah, Glenn is just like in the background. Yeah, yeah. Like looking in the window. Just peering through the window. Wearing like one of her dresses. (laughs) And a hat where he's just pasted on all of the bits of her hair. Oh, I want that hat. I don't want that hat. It's so weird. All right. <sighs> I, we should watch that together. You're yeah, right. Yeah, that's going to be great. great. <laughs> I mean, we already know what's going to happen, but we might as well. Yeah. Um. All right. Did you have any other notes, any fashion, any strumpet trumpets? I did not. There wasn't a ton of fashion in this app. No. There wasn't a ton of strumpet trumpets in this app. Um, this app was kind of all over the place. There were a lot of storylines going. Yeah. And then, and the only two, other than Rachel, we see Peggy in her balloon outfit. Yeah. And <laughs> Betty in her nightgown. Right. So, like, there's not a lot there's of fa- other a lot than, of fashion. You know, men's suits. Like, Give me a break. Boo. Boo. <laughs> suits. <sighs> all right. Are you ready so, for my predictiones? I have my pen and paper at the ready. All right. Well, we already know that this box is full of severed human remains. <laughs> oh, so up from one to chock full. Potential. Okay. It was a big box. It was like the size yeah. of a bread box. You could have a whole loaf of bread's worth of. You could body parts listen kate just so you know if you made a bread that was full of body parts i would still eat uh-huh. it that is my lo- glass bread wow. yeah. and severed human remain bread okay that's how much i care about your baking oh my gosh ashley you are so sweet you're welcome <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs> okay so full of human mm-hmm. remains that that yes. box definitely um pete is going to think that that uh, draper is a murderer okay this further inspires his downward spiral into becoming the son of Sam. Oh, because he look, you know, he's always trying to do what Don does. Exactly, he secretly looks up to Don. He mm-hmm. wants to be more like him, so yes. he sees these human remains, and he is like, "This is how I do it. This is mm-hmm. how I make it in the advertising world." Yeah, I murder people. Yeah, that okay. makes sense yeah. to me. Great. Once again, I am watching The Sopranos, so murder seems like a great solution to most problems right now. Perfect. Perfect. Um, who else we got? Okay, Mama Merkin yeah. starts going a little bit crazy for mm-hmm. Don Draper. Good mm-hmm. old Donnie boy. She is maybe showing up at the office or mm-hmm. buying him little presents or mm-hmm. like planning weekends away. Or okay. she's looking at bridal magazines. <gasps> Ooh, like, that is... She's yeah. really getting out there. Um, okay. Who else we got? Who else we got? Oh, There's- Sterling is going to have okay. at least three more heart attacks. <laughs> uh-huh. He's Every time he's about to do something that he shouldn't, like he was about to take the bite of that sandwich, mm-hmm. boom, mm-hmm. heart attack. It, yeah. it starts to become like a, um, yeah. like a warning system. Ooh. Like he's about to step off the curb and there's a car yeah. coming. And so instead of stepping off, he has a heart attack. Uh-huh. Okay. It's like a premonition of bad things. But he um, survives them all. Right. He's fine. But it is like a weird fatal instinct style. Yes. 
right. all these things are bad, but also heart attacks are somehow good now. Right. That's it's like Final Destination in in a in mm-hmm. a way. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's gonna happen. Perfect. Um, yeah, definitely. Betty. Uh huh. Betty's. <laughs> oh. Betty's oh boy. skin. Betty's skin just starts slowly turning gray <laughs> as she begins to morph into her true form, uh-huh. which is that of a statue or rock. Okay. All right. Statue or rock. <laughs> Because even statues will express emotion. Right, right. Good ones, too. Good ones. Yeah. Right, so either a poorly created mm-hmm. sculpture or just a regular ass rock. Not even anything like, no granite. We're not talking granite. Right. No you limestone. This is not a making, geode. This is not a kitchen counter. No. Worthy. No. Yeah. This is like, this is that hunk of cement that breaks off of the curb and has little rocks mm. in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that's... it's pretty to look at because it <laughs> broke off in a nice shape. And you're like, that's interesting. Yeah. Right. But after a couple years of it being in your yard, you're like, why did I even right. put that there? Right. Yeah. yeah. So th- we'll start to slowly see the makings of that in her mm. hands or maybe her mm-hmm. feet start creeping up into her skin. Ooh. Get some feet shots. <laughs> we'll know that's true if we see that the next episode is directed by Quentin Tarantino. Exactly. Exactly. All right. And the lingo. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you not ready? I am ready for anything. Okay, great. Yes. The lingo is going to be, smoke them up, Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm going to have to go back and see how many Johnnies (laughs) get mentioned in all of your predictions. Last time it was Dollface. Yeah, I'm not going to say who is saying it to whom. Right. But somebody is going to say, smoke him up, Johnny. Almost certainly. Yeah. Perfect. I, oh, slap it, Johnny was <laughs> from a few episodes ago. <laughs> now, listen, if a Johnny uh-huh. shows up in this series, yeah. you're going to be like, oh, my God, you're Nostradamus. <laughs> yes. Nostradamus. Oh, I went there. I did it. You did, but should you have? Well, of course you. Have. Yes. <laughs> Good. Thank you. Please validate me um, at every turn. Always. <laughs> I wanted to. So one thing, listening to Office Ladies has actually made me look at TV shows differently. Okay. And in one main way, it's just realizing that anytime someone is acting in a scene, they had to do whatever they were doing. When I said acting, I meant eating. Oh, Whenever okay. someone's eating, they're going to have to eat the same way all day every time they shoot it. Yes. And so I've started to pay attention to when an actor picks at his food for longer than any normal human that's not a three-year-old picks at their food. It's like, oh, because if they take a bite, they're going to be have to be taking this bite right right so i was like watching roger with that sandwich and he never took a bite of the sandwich and that made sense to me Um, interesting no i don't think anybody did yeah i don't even think lucky strike guy he's like yankee barbecue put it down boys (laughs) it's the devil Uh uh-huh and with something like a cleanly cut sandwich yeah they would have to like reset that very specifically every time right you would tell as opposed to like a pot of macaroni or something. So I just want to say that's he didn't eat that sandwich. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is what I've got. That was important to you. And you know what? Was, I'm glad you got yeah. it out there. 
I like... I'll look for fashion. You look for food. Done and done, <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I guess that's everything we have for Indian Summer Season 1, Episode 11. We did it. We did it. Thank you all, <laughs> all of you, for listening. <laughs> and until next time, Merry Madmen Mad to, to all. all and, and to all, all a good, a good Mad night. Men. <laughs> What's wrong with you me? No better. Thank you for listening to Mad Women. Mad Women is engineered by Ashley Davis, music by Kate E. Britt, and graphics by Dylan Anderson. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RadMadWomen. Been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.